This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners. Welcome to The Hand Cell, a new special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books that we just can't resist shouting about. So this is our first episode of The Hand Cell, obviously, so I'm going to give you a little more details. Um, as all of you know, Get Booked, our main show, which goes up on Thursdays, is a show for personalized reading recommendations where you all send us your reading recommendation requests and we answer them on the show. In this special Monday edition, which will happen every week, Jen and I will rotate in and out, giving you one recommendation for one book that we like, that we want to talk about. No one's asked us about it. We just want to take the opportunity, because it's our show, to tell you about a book that we like. It's probably usually going to be something that we haven't talked about on the show before or that we haven't talked about on the show much, uh, books that we don't think are getting enough you know, press or space or airtime out in the world of the book media. So we're taking this opportunity to do that. Every episode will be, you know, five to 10 minutes. Um, and like I said, Jen and I, who is my co-host, Jen Northington, if you're new, uh, will be rotating these shows. So this is the first one. I am Amanda Nelson. And today's hand sell is Unfollow by Megan Phelps Roper. I will give a trigger warning for homophobia about this book. Before I get to telling you about why you need to go read Unfollow, let's hear from our first sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang. So this is an interesting love story. It's great for fans of Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow and High Fidelity. It's set in the mid-90s at NYU. And it follows young Wang, who has gotten the advice of love through Chinese numerology from his uncle. So he believes that he will have seven great loves in his life. And then he meets Irena in 95 and she's like the best. She's brilliant, charismatic, quick-witted, funny. They fall in love. But the thing is, she's number six. So if he is to have seven great loves, does that mean his time with Arena is going to come to an end? So this is a love letter to Western pop culture, Eastern traditions, and being a first-generation New Yorker. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Flatiron Books, publisher of 888 Love and the Divine Burden of Numbers by Abraham Chang for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Penguin Team. In a world where the children of the gods inherit their powers, a descendant of the Greek fates must solve a series of impossible murders to save her sisters, her soulmate, and her city. Descendants of the fates are always born in threes. There's one to weave, one to draw, and one to cut the threads that connect people to the things they love and to life itself. And the Aura sisters are no exceptions. There is Eo, the youngest, who uses her fate-born abilities as a private investigator, but her latest job leads her to a horrific discovery. Somebody is abducting women and setting the resulting wraiths loose in the city to kill. 
Now, the second book in the series, Hearts That Cut, will be on sale June 18th, 2024. This is a must read for all Greek mythology and fantasy fans. This is dripping with atmosphere, edged with danger. Threads That Bind weaves together a gorgeous dark tapestry of mystery, faded romance, and modern myth. You won't be able to put this one down. And that comes from Alexandra Bracken, New York Times bestselling author of Lore. So make sure to pick up Threads That Bind by Kitsa Hatsapolu. And thanks again to Penguin Teen for sponsoring this episode. Okay, unfollow. The subtitle is A Memoir of Loving and Leaving the Westboro Baptist Church by Megan Phelps Roper. I'm sure that if you have heard anything about the Westboro Baptist Church, then the name Phelps will sound familiar to you. Um, Megan Phelps Roper grew up in the Westboro Baptist Church. Her grandfather, Fred Fred Phelps, was the founder. And her parents, of course, are elders. Um in the church. If you're unfamiliar with the Westboro Baptist Church, you're welcome. <laughs> Good for you. Um, they're a terrible hate group that calls themselves a Christian church. Um, they are centered in Kansas, and they're the people who are most famous for picketing the funerals of soldiers who died in the Middle East. Um, and, you know, they have the really homophobic signs. Uh, thank God for 9-11, all of that kind of stuff. Um, they're just awful. They're awful people, right? They're just awful. And Megan left as an adult um, and is writing this book about her experience growing up in the Westboro Baptist Church, what caused her to leave and to realize that there was something very, very wrong with the ideology that she was raised to believe and what she's doing now. Um, And she is out in the world. She's on Twitter. She's on Instagram. You can go talk to her um, if you would like to. And one of the things that I I love so much about this book, first of all, she's an amazing writer, right? Like she's, she's a beautiful writer. She's also so nuanced. And I think this is the thing that I really appreciated about this book is that she refuses to become an extremist in response to her earlier extremism. She realizes that what she did um, for the first 25 years of her life was evil. And she realizes that the effects that her family has on the world are evil. But she also recognizes that she has a lot of really lovely memories and family memories of growing up in her mind, completely loved and completely safe ensconced in this, you know, really small, tight-knit community that she thought was was all about, like, love and, and good feelings. So she refuses to use this book as a weapon to use against her parents. Um, she doesn't hide anything that, you know, her parents or her family at the Westboro Baptist Church have done. She's certainly not defending them by by any means, but she isn't letting herself take on any rhetoric that lets her hide from how she feels about her family, which I think is really brave um, and interesting. Um, And what's, what's I think most fascinating about this book and one of the reasons why it stands apart to me amongst stories of people escaping really awful cults is that what really got Megan Phelps Roper out of the Westboro Baptist Church was Twitter. And and that, you know, is maybe the only story that you're ever going to hear about Twitter doing some good, especially when it comes to arguing with extremists online, um, because she had so many conversations with progressives as when she was on Twitter as the like voice of Westboro Baptist Church, so many people that she baited and trolled and purposefully was horrible to who responded to her with grace and compassion and empathy, people who were trying to change her mind because they knew that she was being brainwashed into thinking a very specific evil kind of thing. Um, and they they tried for so long to talk to her um, and eventually got through. And she started to realize that the people she was talking to on Twitter that she was raised to hate were actually 
the ones who cared most about what happened to her. So her story of this constant push and pull between, you know, how do you reconcile growing up knowing that what you've done with your life up until that point has been actively harmful with still wanting to love the people who taught you to act that way. Um, and it's, it's fascinating. And the, the, the Phelps family themselves as a whole, they're also just the most fascinating people. Fred Phelps, who founded Westboro Baptist Church in the 60s, was a civil rights activist and was disbarred um, in part because of all of the work he did defending Black people in court in the 60s in Topeka, Kansas. Um, and so for someone to go from that to what he became as the head of the Westboro Baptist Church, like, how does that happen? And her family, they're all lawyers. You know, that's why the, the church hasn't been able to, like, be run into the ground. They've defended themselves in court very intelligently um, just from this very toxic and awful place. So watching how Megan explains like the way that they think and how they've used their education and their intelligence to to just completely warp the way that each other thinks it's just fascinating so if you are the sort of person who really likes you know go escaping cult memoirs which i do it's like a, a weird uh genre that i am really into or if you're a person who has experience with leaving maybe just general church <laughs> because that is my experience i was in the evangelical church for a lot of my early you know like teenage years and young adulthood um and i'm no longer and i saw a lot of parallels which was very painful for me um between the awful hateful rhetoric of the westboro baptist church and the things that i was taught in a quote-unquote normal evangelical church there is not as much space between what in an evangelical church like mine is teaching and what the Westboro Baptist Church is teaching. There is space. I'm not saying there's not. It's just not as much as I would like there to be. And it made me very uncomfortable reading it. Um, but if you've had any experience with any kind of getting out of a faith or thinking or questioning your faith or anything like that, I really think you should um, pick this up. So that's Unfollow, a memoir of loving and leaving Westboro Baptist Church by Megan Phelps Roper. And that is our first Hansel. Thank you so much for listening. You can email us at getbookedatbookriot.com with feedback about this show or if you do have a personalized reading recommendation that you would like us to answer on our regular Thursday episodes, just send those to us an email. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It makes the show easier to find for other listeners. You can find us online. I am on Instagram at I'm Amanda Nelson. If you want to talk to Jen, she's on Twitter at Jen IRL. That's Jen with two N's, IRL. And we will talk to you all on Thursday. Thursday.